Yeah, because there were two cars ahead of me. They were all hitting their brakes. And like, what are these idiots slowing down for? I got to get to the next game. And I cut them off and all of a sudden just blasted over this object in the middle of the road. It just kept going. I didn't even know I ran it over. I was like, hell with it. I got to get to this game. And then all of a sudden just smoke is pouring out of the hood. And I'm like going around to the front of the car and I see like fur sticking out. And it was a piece of wood frame covered in upholstery. And I remember pulling it out. And when I pulled it out, fluid just poured out of the, the undercarriage of the car. All right, another day in quarantine means another wellness check. Today's guest is a friend of mine from back in the day, which I guess most of these guests are, but he is widely recognized as the sports guy on the WGN TV morning show. His name's Pat Tomasulo. He also has a large and prolific social media presence across multiple platforms. He's really embraced all of that. And he does some stand-up comedy. He runs a foundation to benefit the Facial Pain Research Foundation, which benefits the uh, research for a cure for a condition that his wife suffers from called trigeminal neuralgia. Neuralgia. I probably got that way wrong, but basically it's a nerve disorder that it's called one of the worst pains known to mankind, unfortunately. It is a facial pain disorder. Pat and his wife have started a foundation for that, and it raised tons and tons of money. They host a big fundraiser every year, which unfortunately this year had to be postponed. Hopefully it gets held in the fall. I'll place a link to that in the story. Pat and I talked about a lot of uh, great stuff. This one ran a little long, so I'm actually going to air it as two parts. Lucky you, you get to listen to two parts of it. We uh, talked about a lot of funny stuff. He's been doing his morning show from home, so that's been a big adjustment. Some people are in the studio, but he and most of the others are at home. We talked about his show, which unfortunately did not make it, I guess you could say it was canceled, called Man of the People. Very funny show, and we, we talked about what worked and what didn't work with that. My favorite bit that I saw was uh, he went around town filling potholes with Jardinera, which, you know, I saw some people were commenting that that was a terrible waste of perfectly good Jardinera. And, you know, I'm I'm torn on that, but it was, it was a funny bit. His wife started doing recaps of wrestling, WWE, which she discovered recently and uh, has become a huge fan. So we talk about that. We talk about some of his experiences when he was first coming up in the business. He was working in Rhinelander, Wisconsin at uh, a radio station or TV station up there. For those unfamiliar with Rhinelander, it is way up north in Wisconsin and very small. And he was moving from the East Coast, Jersey boy. So that was a big adjustment for him. We talk about a lot of really fun, interesting stuff. I really like Pat. He's, again, like most of the people I've been interviewing, the ones I know, it's like, man, well, I wish I saw these people more often. And uh, Pat falls into that category very, very firmly. So quick break. And then my wellness check with WGN morning show superstar, Pat Tomasulo. All right. Another day in quarantine means another wellness check. I'm very excited for today's guest. It's Pat Tomasulo from WGN, among other places. Pat, mm-hmm. how are you today? I'm good, buddy. How are you? It's good. It's good to see you. Yeah, yeah. We're so we can see each other. We're yeah, we're doing. Yeah, we're doing a Zoom video 
for whatever reason, and uh, I'm only recording the audio of it, which is what also- do you mean, for whatever reason? I had to see your face. <laughs> I haven't seen your face in a year. I haven't seen your face. Has it been and that long? I need to gaze into your eyes. Yes, yeah, since the fundraiser last year, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. We briefly, like two ships passing in the night. All right, yeah, story of our lives. Yeah. Uh, so uh, how is the quarantine impacting you? You are doing, you're doing your part on the morning show from home. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm doing my uh, part on the morning show at home, and then a, a whole lot of nothing the rest of the day. I don't, be- I, I don't, don't believe know, that. I've never been less busy in my life and accomplished like I, I have all this free time and I've accomplished nothing. Really? Like, yeah. I mean, I've gotten some things done, but. At the clip that I was working, right, right, the amount I was able to fit into the hours of the day was a pretty good amount. And I should be getting so much more done now. But it's like every day after dinner at 5 o'clock, I'll look at my wife and I'll be like, I didn't do a goddamn thing today. You must like, be doing where, stuff. Where did the day go? Well, like, I'll get, you know, I'll do the show. The show we do from, like, like I get up and start working on it around 4.30. Right. We're done by 10.00. You know, I'll walk the dog, I'll get a little workout in, I'll do a little writing, I'll clean the house, I'll walk the dog See, again. These are all these are all things. These are all accomplishments. Yeah, I know, but like it's just different things. I didn't do this stuff before. So like I was okay. working all the time. So, you know, we had a dog walker come and take care of the dog. Um, but like now I'm I'm doing domestic stuff. Right. Uh I mean, those are still things. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you're accomplishing nothing. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah. You, you're like. I feel like I'm sitting down with 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 my shrink. Yeah, right it does. Now. It does feel a little bit like a therapy session. Yeah, some I of feel these like I get a lot off my chest. Can we yeah. talk about my parents now? Yeah. Well, speaking of that, so I'm thinking about um, recording one of these with my mother. Oh boy. For Mother's Day. Sure. Um, but I am sort of freaking out about it. Like I had a dream about it last night, which. Why? What, tell me a little bit about your mother. And <laughs> I know that sounds, that sounds a little, a little dirty, but I mean, like, <laughs> tell me about her personality. Is she? My mom's phenomenal. Kind of I, game? Is she? Oh, I love my mom. She's great. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like you, you think the conversations I have with my mom are usually like, we, we squeeze them in either before or after Jeopardy. Because she doesn't have a DVR and she wants to watch Jeopardy. Uh, yeah. My mom has had some health issues recently. In the last few years, she had a stroke. She oh, had, man. yeah, she she's fallen a couple times, including recently. So it's like I'm a little bit concerned that if I start talking to my, my mom, I'm going to just lay into her and start lecturing her about how she needs to be taking better care of herself. Right. So that that alone, and then I'm like, well, are people going to really enjoy that? And that does that defeat the purpose of a Mother's Day theme? Well, they might. I think a lot of people might be living vicariously through you <laughs> if they hear somebody else just yelling at their mother. Right. For a solid hour. Is your mom like, uh, like, can you cuss in front of your mom? Yeah. Will your mom watch like an R rated movie? Is she like, yeah, yeah. My, my mom, my mom, back a few my, every now and again. Oh, yeah. My mom can hang yeah. for sure. Yeah. My parents are very, very, very conservative. So, oh. um, that was a lot of varies. That was like borderline. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was borderline. Like, I mean, yeah. are they, are they like, I mean, are they like marching on the state capitol right now to open up the economy? That that was how many varies no, that was. But but I'll tell you what, according to my father, it's no coincidence that Trump levied a few tariffs and then coronavirus. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I mean, just connect the dots, Pat. Yeah, I mean, you know, sure, the rest of the world got it too. 
Well, wow. damn it, Brett. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. These knuckleheads. Why do they? Oh God, actually, I don't want to get on this this track. What do these guys have to bring guns to protest for? I mean, it's all about intimidation. That's what it's Is about. Is it though? I mean, I you know, take the guns away, and a lot of these guys are not very intimidating. Right. Well, I saw yeah. I saw um, a, a military guy breaking down a pic- the picture of it was it was like of six guys uh, at the at the uh, Michigan State Capitol, and he was breaking down everything that was wrong with their gear, like how it wasn't fitting properly, and how they like right. they were they were overweighted with their gear. So like they, you know, they weren't actually, they were just playing soldiers. Oh, of course. So like to some, I sort of took solace in that, that somebody who actually knows what properly, uh, you know, a prepared military people should look like knew these guys didn't look like anything, but they, they do look like people with guns. So that's well, why yeah, they, no, I, I'm, I'm still not, I'm going to maintain a healthy distance from any man with an AR 15. Right. Right. For sure. I don't know. Or, or woman or child with an AR-15. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so your parents aren't, they're not so conservative they're marching on the state capitol. No, no, no. But I wouldn't say um, they're not fans of my comedy, but, I would, but I'd say they're not not fans of my comedy. So when you do launch your podcast... You're, they're not i hope they don't listen to it. Oh, so not even like you wouldn't not you don't even necessarily want them to listen you don't you definitely no. you definitely wouldn't have them on as a guest although that could oh, be god no that could be good that no could be... no it'd be terrible that'd be terrible i think my mother follows me on instagram i think only to to watch what i post on instagram yeah and yeah I, I can always tell if it's something that she's not crazy about because she'll say something like uh yeah saw what you you put up on instagram yeah yeah you're crazy <laughs> she'll say something like that so That's her like gentle way of saying that i disapprove yeah do you have, you have siblings right i have one older brother and yeah. does, does he where does he fall on this spectrum politically he uh i don't know i mean i would say if I had to guess, he's probably a moderate Republican. Okay. He's a finance that was guy. The, so moderate Republicans, no moderate Republicans, I don't think exist anymore. Those are those are now. He like, is he is pretty moderate. I because he's a he's a business guy. So I think like right. most business guys, he's fiscally very conservative. Sure. Right. Yeah. I think socially, he's probably very liberal in terms of like do what you want. Like he's libertarian. I think in terms oh. of socially. Like, do what you want, whatever makes you happy. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to march on capital steps to get you the right to do this. But, hey, go with God. Okay, got it. So I would say he's probably like a Mitt Romney Republican. Okay, know? sure. Yeah, which at one point was to, to people on the left was abhorrent. But now it's like, right. bring back Mitt. Yeah. Uh, this does feel a little bit like a, like a therapy session. I feel like we're, this is like uh, politically incorrect or, or uh, sure. Sure. Yeah. I don't watch real time anymore because I, Bill Maher alienated me a while ago, but you know, whatever that's neither here nor there as well. Um, so you're doing your, you're doing your TV broadcasts in from home. And I remember seeing something that you posted that not only can your wife hear you, your neighbors probably can too. Oh my God. Uh, is, how's that going? Cause you're in a condo building, right? Yeah. I don't know if they can hear me. They have, uh, like a three-year-old and a one and a half year old that live upstairs and um it like i don't know if they're using these kids as bowling balls if these kids are having relay races in the house 
But like, I, it's unbelievable to me that two people with a combined weight of 39 pounds can make this much noise. I don't think the noise travels up. They've never said that they can okay. hear us. I thought did, we did, could hear them. I feel like you had a social post when this all started that your wife was speculating that the neighbors could could hear you, could hear you at early morning hours with your broadcast. No, she could. Okay, got it. So she's two rooms down. Got it. And uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but I have a bit of a loud voice. Yeah, I've uh, gathered. Your voice projects. My voice uh, it, it carries, yeah. as they say. So, um, so at six o'clock when I do sports, I have to try and keep it down. And then she's up by seven, so then I could be as loud as I can. But sometimes things will happen on the show where I get excited and right. I try and keep a low profile. But if you know I'm getting needled by Robin, you know I got to respond. Yeah, I can't, I can't look weak. You know. So she's going to step to this. I got to come right back. So this morning I was a little loud yelling at Robin and it woke my wife up. But 90% of the time I'm, I'm not waking her up anymore. That's good. What, what was the decision-making process to have uh, Larry and Robin in the studio and not anybody else? I, get, I have no idea. Oh, you weren't a part of that? I, no, like I was, I was actually, when this started, I got really sick. Ah. And um, I don't know if I had it or not. Um, because it was impossible to get tested. Like this right. was at the very beginning. And I was off for like 10 days or eight, eight. I was sick for 10 days, 11 days. I was off for like eight, eight or nine days. Uh. And um, so when I was like, Hey, I'm ready to come back. They're like, you know what? We're just keeping everybody home. I guess it's because the anchors are on air a majority of the time. And I don't think they want to do a full show. Mm-hmm from home because that kind of looks a little although i think like today's show and some of them are doing the whole right but they also can put you know eight thousand dollar cameras in savannah guthrie's living room and make it look legitimate right um so yeah i don't know i think it's just the anchors that are there i Got mean it. even like the photographers and the reporters are like they meet off-site they don't drive together um, the, the, like the camera guys will only come in to switch out their gear. The reporters will only come in if they need some equipment. Right. But most of the time they're taking their separate cars. They're meeting on location. Like it's bare bones. I went in there, uh, last week is that I just grabbed something from the office and you know, you have like two people at the desk, the web producer, right. Uh, I don't even know if I saw them, a show producer, like whoever produces that hour, one or two anchors. I mean, scalings from home. Everybody's home. Right. What a mess. Um, it is, man. It's like, you know, there's it, um, there's one part of it that's like, there's one part of work at it from home that I enjoy. Like, you know, it is cool. Like at seven in the morning, like my dog comes in the office. Right, right. You know, my, like my yeah. wife wakes up. We have a quick cup of coffee. Like I see her right. more. Like I like that part of it but tough to um, beat the commute too well i'm only four minutes away oh really yeah i, I think, live right in roscoe village okay because i i yeah. feel like when i first met you you lived over by i was the, in uh boys town yeah you were in the lake, lake. Yeah. yeah by the lake yeah um so like that's that's what's cool about it but it's just not the same show right you know people are watching us like more our ratings are sky high because everybody's home but you know for like me 
the stuff I like to do and Paul and some of those guys, like we don't, we're not getting to do as much of the fun stuff that we like to do. Right. So, you know, it, it is what it is though. I mean, people are still watching and, and, you know, a lot of people are really saying how much the show is helping, right? Cause so many people are home and, and, you know, they get a little bit of a laugh out of seeing us. Yeah. Uh, and it's nice to have the structure or the normalcy of things like that. Right. Um, you, you mentioned earlier that, uh, before the quarantine, you were, you were really busy and packing a lot of stuff into each day. Yeah. Uh, that's sort of, that's stuff like your comedy work, your, yeah. your stand up stuff. Um, how, how tough has that now prior to the quarantine, how tough was it to balance your, uh, well, it was like before this happened, like, so, you know, I do GN and then, um, like I do stand up all weekend and usually at least one weeknight I'll pack in some shows. So every Tuesday I'll pack in a couple of shows and try and get up another weeknight and then on the weekends. And we also do uh, our fundraiser, our, our like, right. face-off fundraiser. So that was coming up. And I'm also on the board of trustees for the foundation that we raise money for now. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, between stand-up and, and meetings on weekends and planning for the for the fundraiser, you know, we don't have a professional who does this. It's right. awesome. Um, it was, you know, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty full plate. So, you know, there was part of it that was like, when this happened, like I've tried to, you know, listen, I wish it was over, you know, last month and I wish everybody was healthy and it was, but you know, if there is a positive in it, it's been that like, you know, like I said, like I've eaten dinner with my wife every night for two months, That's which great. has been yeah. kind of nice. Like I've, I've had weekends off, which has been kind of nice. Right. Um, it's tough. I mean, the, the, the charity stuff that you do is impressive and I know you've, and, and we could talk a little bit more about that, but like, it, it is tough to give a shit, right? Cause like, you know, then, then you get roped in, not roped into, but it's really tough to turn down. You know, I'm, I'm involved oh, yeah. in a number of charitable efforts and I love them. And if I had to give one up, I don't know which one I would give up. Right. And you feel like there's never, you never, you've never done enough, but it, it does make it tough to, uh, to balance. Do you want to talk about the, the, yeah, the, I mean, I think, you know, for, for, for our thing, it's tough for me to ever put it on the back burner because it's so personal, you know, like it's, it's a disease that affects my wife, right? right? So, um, you know, it's like in the, in the grand scheme of things, what could be more important than that? Right. You know, um, so. And we got to keep your wife healthy because once wrestling's back, uh, we, we got to get her wrestling recaps. Dude, we had, I'm so pissed. We, I bought her tickets. We were supposed to go to Boston this summer for SummerSlam. <laughs> I was taking her. We got, I, I had, I have a WWE hookup and I bought her ringside seats because we went to the Survivor Series when it was here. A buddy of mine, Pat Nagel, runs Allstate Arena and got us like ringside seats for Survivor Series. And dude, I have never seen a smile on her face for a more prolonged period of time. Including your wedding, including your wedding day. Dude, yes. She <laughs> thought it was the greatest thing. She loved it. <laughs> loved it. Yeah. So we bought tickets. I got her tickets. My brother lives in Maine. 
So we were going to go up and see them and then spend a couple nights in Boston to take her to Survivor Series or uh, SummerSlam. But uh, I, I can't imagine any way that's going to happen. Right. Um, did she, when did she start following wrestling? It was like not, like within the last year. And just kind of randomly, and then it really yeah, resonated. Yeah, she with always that. used to have on. Uh, do you watch it at all now? No, not at all. So uh, she used to. She always has like you. She always has the TV on as like background noise. So she'll always have Law and Order on. Okay. On USA Network, and then it would just go right into wrestling right after. And then she found these guys, the New Day. I don't know if you know the New Day. I do but not. They come out. It's three of them. They they do pelvic thrusting and they're humping, and they have a trombone and they throw pancakes for whatever reason. Okay. And she absolutely fell in love with these guys. Thought they were the most hilarious thing she'd ever seen. And then she started watching it and watching some more. And then before you know it, she got hooked. That's amazing. But the thing was, like, she never watched it as a kid. Like, she knew of Hulk Hogan, but had never seen him wrestle, had never seen. So now we have the WWE Network, and I'll pull up some classic matches for her now and again. And she just, she can't get over how tan he is, number one. How tan Hulk Hogan was. Hulk Hogan is. Okay. And then, like, now she's seeing the Macho Man. Sure. She's like all the like Ric Flair, all these old school guys, she loves it. <laughs> what a what a random thing for someone's wife to discover. Yeah, man, uh, I didn't age. think at this stage in her life she would discover pro wrestling, but God love her. Yeah, hey man, and you got to keep your wife happy. So if if that requires ringside Dude, seats, it could be The Bachelor. Oh God, yeah, Sarah loves that shit. You know what I mean? Oh, any of that. My wife is a dude. Like so is mine, but I, she likes The Bachelor. My like Amy will like when John Wick three came out. She's okay. like, when are we going to see it? I'm like, I don't know. We'll go see it. I want to see it. Like Extraction. Did you see that movie no. on Netflix? No. Oh, dude, it's so good. Extraction. It's, All right. Extraction. The Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth movie. I'm not familiar. It it's like uh, it's a Netflix movie. It's like it's like John Wick in India. Okay. And he's like some mercenary and shooting people in the head and you know all that gratuitous violence. Right. Loves it. Oh, okay. Loves it. Well, got got to keep her happy. All right, that's the end of the first part of my interview with Pat Tomasulo. Please uh, check out the next one. It's the episode right after this. Thanks.